We are living in amazing and strange times. I don't know about you, but I am often in awe of what we humans are able to accomplish. The first book of the Bible records an interesting statement by God of his observation of man in Genesis 11. We read this, the Lord said, indeed, the people are one. They all have one language. And this is what they begin to do, build this tower up to heaven. Now, nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. This is right before the confusion of the language at what we refer to as the Tower of Babel. And even though humanity's ability to communicate as one with unified language was not possible for a very long time, in the last 500 years, we've seen a, a, confer, a convergence, a unification of language, not just in learning to speak one another's languages, but in the unification of language in science and mathematics so that once again, we are in the place where nothing that we propose to do will be withheld from us. We are able to do astounding things. The technology that I'm using to do this right now, the video and audio recording equipment, and then the software that I use to edit it and then to upload it, and then the technology that is available to distribute it around the world instantly is absolutely astounding. I've been in awe of technology and science for a long time, and it is as if my mind is blown just a little bit more every single day, whether it is Apple or Microsoft, Google, Amazon, Netflix, all of it is phenomenal. And my close friends know that I'm a fan of Elon Musk and what he has been able to accomplish at Tesla and the Boring Company and SpaceX and now Neuralink. Watching SpaceX test their new Starship or put 60 Starlink satellites into space with each launch of their Falcon 9 rocket to make satellite internet available around the entire world. Their goal is to have some 40,000 satellites in orbit around the Earth to make internet available to everybody. It absolutely is stunning. And then to watch the launch vehicle, the Falcon 9 first stage rockets come back and land themselves at the launch site after they've launched or to land themselves on a drone ship out in the middle of the Atlantic. Mind blown. And at the end of this year, SpaceX is going to do a fully civilian mission to space. Four people are going to go to space. Maybe you saw the advertisement during the Super Bowl. I, I have to confess I contributed on the website to have my name entered in to go to space at the end of this year. I am totally crazy, or at least that's what my wife and kids think. What does all this have to do with anything in the Bible? Well, I mentioned a company that Elon Musk has called Neuralink. You may not know about Neuralink. You've probably heard of Tesla. Maybe you've heard of SpaceX. Maybe you've even heard of the boring company. But Neuralink, this is like one of his newest companies, four companies that Elon Musk is operating, and they are working to develop an implantable chip that will be embedded in your skull with these tiny probes, tons of them, that will go into your brain so as to effectively merge humans with machines. I know, totally crazy. 
But even crazier than this is what MIT grad and Google director of engineering, Ray Kurzweil, said a number of years ago that he believes by 2045, he expects that we will be able to upload our entire brain, your consciousness, into the cloud, on the internet, and to attain what he referred to as digital immortality. Astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson has speculated that this may be the fastest way for humans to achieve interstellar travel, that we can move our consciousness into digital information and then to beam that digital information to the stars. Now, I realize that this stuff sounds crazy. It, it definitely is the stuff that we once thought of as science fiction, but now it's the stuff that people are speculating could be possible. But when you start to talk about this stuff in non-fictional categories, then it opens up a whole other layer of discourse on something that theologians have been saying for a very long time. If it is true that we might be able to convert our consciousness into digital information, which is effectively invisible, it's just information, it's stored energy, it has no mass, that means that there actually is something about humanity that is incorporeal, not composed of matter, something that has no material existence, but it exists. Theologians would call that a soul or maybe a spirit. But wait, naturalists don't believe in a soul, or do they? Maybe science is proving what theologians have been saying all along. There is a soul and it could potentially exist apart from the body forever. And then if there's a soul, you have to ask the question that Jesus asked. What will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Something to think about. We'll see you next time.